Hello everyone and welcome on the Truly Mojo podcast where we share stories of people, artists, businesses, entrepreneurs, stories that inspire, connect and possibly motivate you. I'm your host Joel Fernandez and we're back with another episode. Today's episode is on experiencing the joy of painting. In the words of Bob Ross, I think each one of us sometimes during our life has wanted to paint a picture. I think there is an artist hidden in the bottom of every single one of us and on this episode we will showcase how to bring that artist out. Our guest on the show is an Indian artist all the way from Goa, known for her beautiful paintings. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Manuela Gomes. Welcome Manuela on the Truly Mojo podcast. Thank you Joel for having me here. It's a pleasure. Manuela, we are in your studio in the hustling bustling city of Mafsa, Goa. Tell us your story and how you got into painting. Well, it's a pretty long story. I don't know where to start. So my first passion was to become a tennis player. Oh, I good. played a lot of national level tennis. It yeah. was something that I dedicated myself to full time. Okay. And I was extremely disciplined and it was waking up early morning, mm-hmm. heading to the tennis court and then reaching school at 8. So once I realized tennis is something that's not going to work out, I knew I had to pursue a different career. Okay. So I used to draw for fun and then later I decided that I wanted to take it up professionally. Okay. So uh in order to take it up professionally I had decided to take up a course to do a course and uh, I tried for Delhi College of Art and then I failed miserably the first time. Okay. <laughs> Because for art college initially you have to do an entrance exam which okay. involves drawing a bunch of objects that are okay. kept in front of you mm-hmm. and while everyone else had completed sketching and uh, shading okay. i had only completed the outline okay. and we just get like about an hour and a half so it was miserable the experience okay but then i was pretty persistent that that is what i wanted to do so i decided to join some part time classes and learn how to draw and just so i could pass my exams but then i didn't waste that year because i didn't want to sit at home and do nothing so mm-hmm. i pursued a ba in spanish and sociology in okay. delhi and yeah and the next year i tried again for art colleges what was the and <laughs> so since i came to goa for a vacation i found out there was an art college here okay. and uh, instantly i knew i had to try it and i also wanted to know about my roots so This time I was a lot better prepared than the last. So I gave it a go and I made it and it was the start of my artistic journey. Amazing. <laughs> Manuela, I've seen your artwork and a lot of it showcases Goa, the culture, the nature. Tell us your inspiration behind this. Well, I like painting Goan themes because it's something that I see every day and I feel like mm. there are so many stories to tell, there's so many colors to see, there are so many elements and forms to admire and appreciate even though we see it every day. I think when you see it in a painting, you appreciate it a lot more than when you just are passing by it every day. Mm. Just like I like painting the padeiru. Mm-hmm. He comes and delivers bread to us every morning. Uh, the padeiru. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I love painting uh, plants and birds. I love painting birds because of the colors and the shapes of you know the leaves and the way the light falls on it i i think we all like seeing nature around us since now we're all cutting trees so right. now we have to have them in paintings right. and it always you know make having a painting with foliage always brightens up the room so generally it's also what i get asked a lot for my projects mm-hmm. and i just enjoy painting it a lot because it's so versatile i mean it's not like it can be painted in any way possible okay 
I like depicting those things in paintings with, you know, showing like the sunrise okay. and the Goan houses around and how the light wow. reflects everything around and how it sets that certain mood. I just feel I can relate to Goan themes a lot better than if I paint something else. And it is my story to tell since I'm painting the canvas. So Manila, could you tell us more about your studio? I see a lot of equipment here, a lot of stuff around here. And some of it, I don't know the names of which. <laughs> so could you tell us more about it? So I generally work with acrylics on canvas. So my basic tools that you'll find in my studio would be a lot of acrylic paints mm-hmm. and brushes. I also work with a palette knife from time to time. Okay. And I'll have like a lot of stretchers and canvas cloths because I stretch my own canvases. I source them from different suppliers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I also like working with different mediums when I need a break from working with acrylic. So I'll have watercolors. Mm-hmm. And I'll have some oil paints. And I honestly feel like consistency and discipline is key. I think that's something that I learned from playing tennis. Mm-hmm. So having the studio helps me maintain that discipline because I have all my materials around me. When I enter the space, it's like my office. Mm-hmm. I am focused. I know what I want to do. It's not whether I feel like painting or I don't feel like painting. When I'm in this space, I have to paint. Right. And yes, I mean, I have all my materials at all times because I don't know when I could get what type of project and I have to be prepared for everything. And even if there's no project, the material should be easily available to me just so I'm ready to paint. And, you know, the, my laziness doesn't get the better of me. Otherwise, usually I think artists, what they face is that, oh, you know, I don't have this, I'll buy this. Later, I'll, I don't right. have the canvas right now. So I'll wait, I'll procrastinate. Right. So I think having the space is like, you know, really important to maintain that consistency and having all these materials around right. really helps me maintain that. You did mention challenges. Uh, what according to you are the challenges that artists face? I mean, what I know from my colleagues, like I know a lot of them don't maintain that consistency of painting. They paint when they feel like painting, but that mm-hmm. shouldn't be the case. I think art should be just like anything else. You know, you have to go every day and paint whether you are inspired or not. I think a lot of artists just wait for inspiration to hit them. Mm-hmm. But what matters is that you have your dedicated space. You sit there and you start sketching and that's how you gain momentum. And by the end, you will have completed something. So I think what matters also is to be able to complete a lot of works than just, you know, create some extravagant but very few works. Mm-hmm. So consistency, I would say, is pretty important, which I think we don't consider in the art field. We think it's a very bohemian sort of lifestyle, right. but it's not. It's pretty much like a corporate job also. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you undertake art commissions. Uh, what does that term mean? So taking art commissions means taking works on order. Okay. I do a lot of works for interiors, for cafes, for restaurants, for residencies. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of murals because I specialized painting uh, on walls, on murals. Okay. So initially I would go to sites, I would make preliminary sketches for mm-hmm. the designs and then I would execute the mural. And now I'm currently focusing on painting on canvases. Mm-hmm. So commissions is basically just me taking a lot of orders from mm. people and, uh, you know, helping them understand what they need. Okay. And how, you know, we can bridge that gap so that it's a win-win for both of us. I get to create something and they get to have my creation in their space. Interesting. So Manila, you were speaking about murals. Could you elaborate more on that? So with murals, I mean, people like murals 
in cafes because you know it helps enhance their space otherwise mm-hmm. white walls are so dull and boring right. it feels depressing okay and you know because we live in the world of social media people like taking photographs in front of beautiful walls right so murals has become a pretty important part of you know the part of the interiors mm-hmm. and working with murals is always tedious it's not it's not a very pleasant experience but it it requires a lot of effort and mm-hmm. sometimes i have to go and paint in sites that are not fully constructed so there are no fans as well right. and even painting right at the bottom while okay. you have to lie down and paint sometimes right. it can be extremely frustrating and tiring mm-hmm. So I mean I I would say murals is very necessary now for mm-hmm. interiors but uh, it's I mean it's it's something that should be done yeah So Manila talk us through your workflow So I make it a point to come to my studio every day from Monday to Friday Okay and that's what helps me you know maintain consistency and um, I paint from 9 to 5 pretty much every day I treat my session my painting sessions like a like a corporate job okay i'm here every day i show up and i practically paint every day the days i don't paint it feels really odd because okay. <laughs> it's become a part of my life for almost like you could say 10 years <laughs> okay so uh yeah it's it's pretty much just the same discipline that i learned during my tennis days that i've carried forward mm-hmm. into my art career and it's i don't overthink so much when it comes to what i have to paint i try making the sketches and you know the, the important thing is just to start the right. moment you start even if you're not happy with it you can keep refining your work mm-hmm. and improving it rather than you just thinking oh my god this idea is not good and not putting anything down so i feel like that is something i've gotten past as an artist and i think which many other people they face as an obstacle okay so Yeah, I would say showing up every day from a certain time to a certain time and feeling fulfilled is what keeps me going and helps me produce so much mm-hmm. within a year. And it's always important to keep creating so that people know what you're doing because you have to post it on social media. Right. If people know what you're doing, that's how you kind of attract more work. And also when I get the commissions, I mean generally what I do, I have to set my canvas up, mm-hmm. I have my paints beside me, and uh, I what I do is I sketch out the design first, then I stand back, I look at which portion I want to start. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I paint in layers, you know, I just add few base shades and with acrylics you have to work in layers, so sometimes for the painting to look really vibrant so you don't have any lines because that's how i paint mm-hmm. i have to do at least 2 3 coats of paint before i start adding all the details and sometimes i paint in sections or sometimes i do the whole thing at once and i have to always keep uh, standing back to look at the whole image or sometimes you know as artists i think we get to engross in just one little portion but you don't see how it looks in comparison to the full painting so you always mm-hmm. have to keep standing back from like about 2 3 feet to see how it looks as a whole mm-hmm. and yeah that's pretty much the process of how i go about painting so manila when you take up a commission project what is the process involved so generally i start out with you know looking at a lot of images online just so it helps the other person narrow down as to what they'd like okay and based on that based on finalizing some styles and colors sometimes people have preferences of the shades they want based on you know the interiors of their room okay so based on that then i create a bunch of sketches 
from mm. which you know they further finalize say one or two sketches which i continuously have to refine till they are satisfied with it right and once the preliminary sketch is finalized then i transfer it to the canvas and we also you know narrow down the sizes what sizes they'd like what would work for them sometimes i even have to go on site to measure and give them suggestions because many times people don't know and they want the opinion of an artist so yeah i go there give them suggestions see the room around and then i create the sketches and then once the sketch is finalized i draw it out on canvas and then i start painting and the painting process takes me at least like 2 weeks okay depending on the size and yeah even finalizing the sketch takes about 1 week so yeah it would take at least you know 3 weeks roughly right maximum i would say but i do try to finish it a lot faster because everyone has deadlines and so yeah that's pretty much how i go about it so in all this uh, manual communication is key i guess right correct like like i said you have to have some business skills you have to be really patient because many times the clients don't know what they want they have so many options they're so confused and you have to nudge them towards you know what would suit them best and convince them right. that this is what would work otherwise you will never end up finalizing anything because that has happened to me sometimes mm-hmm. the clients have way too many options and they they struggle with narrowing down on one thing so yeah i think patience is definitely key and you have to also be persistent and tell them okay this is what will look good others they won't take you seriously right and you have to have facts behind why you think this will look good so mm-hmm. they are convinced that okay this will look good right manula is there a shift from canvas to digital painting you don't need to buy canvas brushes paints making a mess uh, what's your thoughts about that definitely it's so much easier because you know with a canvas i feel you need that designated space with your right. easel and as you said the acrylic paints and right. it's messy but with your you know with digital painting like i recently purchased an ipad Okay. And it's so much easier. I just have to put it in my bag. I can sit in a cafe and I can draw while I'm waiting for someone. I can monetize every little moment. Right. And uh, I think it's a great investment to, you know, buy a tablet and get yourself sketching. You you can maintain that consistency that I was talking about. So, mm-hmm. and initially even I would do a lot of my preliminary sketches on paper, but then, you know, the client doesn't always approve the first draft you yeah. always have to make changes so that's why i decided to buy a tab and it helped me so much because i don't have to redo the whole sketch i can just make changes in mm-hmm. you know smaller sections right so i would say digital art is definitely a lot easier than traditional art for traditional art you need your whole setup right. and um, you can't do it any if you're not at your space then you can't do it Correct. And for people that don't have a lot of space having just, you know, system and working on it. And nowadays you can get the same effects of painting on canvas on a digital medium. So nice. it's it's so much easier right now, I mm-hmm. would say. Right. Manila, what are the ways that we can monetize our artwork? Well, now art is just not restricted to the canvas, you know, you can since if you're into digital art or even traditional you can have your works on different products like t-shirts you can make 
postcards you can make mugs there's so many options out right. there right now and there's a market for it i think a lot of people want to support small businesses so they buy your products right. to support your creativity and if you like it and if you are good at telling your stories and another option is also like with paintings for instance you don't even have to sell paintings anymore you can even rent paintings okay. there are places because no one wants to keep the same artwork mm-hmm. for a long time so i feel that now because of social media there are so many more options and you can even just sell a digital copy of your work to someone sitting somewhere else right so the options i would say are numerous than just painting on a canvas interesting and how has uh, social media helped you in your work Well I I would say it's a huge part of getting my work out there so initially like the moment I got my first smartphone I downloaded Instagram and started posting my college works mm-hmm. whatever like I wasn't proud of my works but I would still post it and I think that helped me immensely because uh, people knew what I was doing right. throughout my journey of my final years of college till date I'm always posting and letting people know what I do and I don't feel ashamed or embarrassed of putting my work mm-hmm. no matter what I do I'm always posting it out there without thinking too much and yeah every artwork doesn't get the recognition that I think it should get but right. uh, the important thing is to put your work out there so people know what you're doing otherwise how will you get work if people don't know what you're doing right. some most of the time we're like oh there's no work i'm not getting any work but right. then you're not really promoting yourself i right. think in order to monetize from your creativity you even have to think into the business side of it okay and promote yourself and market yourself just put yourself out there talk to people tell them what you're doing mm-hmm. and speak with confidence when you're doing it right. otherwise art is generally seen as a hobby Mm-hmm. So if they know that you're really serious about it and you have even a website that's something which I need to work on right. then people know you're serious about it and you're doing it for a living so I feel with tools like uh, social media it's so much easier right. to come up and it's best to we use it to our advantage as creative people correct many you know there are artists out there who faces challenges in finding their identity style and what according to you doesn't allow them to express their true creativity i feel that because of social media you know we see so many styles sometimes it gets us confused that what should we do or we'd like to do things that sell but that then it's not true to our identity right so i think it's pretty important to do things that you connect with that you feel strongly about and that is something that will help you maintain that consistency if you connect with it more importantly than others connecting with it it's your relationship with your artwork that matters more and that mm. is what helps you create that identity and uniqueness okay and uh, i would say just find little things around you that you like that make you happy that you would like to see on paper mm-hmm. it should make you happy first and then other people around you are going to start noticing it and just be persistent at it and put it out there for other people to see right. that is important so that you know you get that those connections and uh, people will give you work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Manuela, there's an impression that art always has to be exhibited. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I personally don't feel that's the case because art can be done even on a commercial level. Like you don't only have to paint for it to be in an exhibition. Mm-hmm. I like painting for commercial reasons and I like to, you know, make money off of my work. Right. and uh, so i i wouldn't say that it's just for you know for exhibitions okay. and 
because it's so expensive to hold an exhibition to have a gallery put up right. your works interesting manuela can we become artists too what does it take is it tough well anyone can become an artist all you need is the will power and uh, determination to do it i would say and consistency as i've always said consistency and discipline is just so important no matter what you take up you just have to be okay with the failures mm-hmm. and you should not compare yourself to others on the journey i know i get people asking me seeing my work that oh i'd like to quit this job and i want to take up art but i always tell them you know it's not an easy journey you can do whatever you want but you have to work really hard and you have to be okay with failing like you will not succeed in the f- initial years mm-hmm. it's going to take some time before you see the results and you have to be persistent right and with art since you know you don't see the results so fast it's really important to have financial backup right. because if you want to monetize with your work it will not happen immediately it does take a lot of time so mm-hmm. either you should have support from your family or you should have a certain plan mm-hmm. so right. but otherwise i feel anyone can take up art it's all a matter of uh, trying and not giving up manuela if anybody wants to reach you how do they do that well right now my go to place is definitely instagram because that's where i get all my work from okay and i'll soon be working on my website as well okay and what's your instagram handle it's manuela artista okay three r's okay sure i'll put the link in the show notes manuela what's your message to budding artists out there and people who want to get into painting and probably make a career out of this i would say don't hesitate go and chase your dream otherwise you will always end up regretting it amazing Thank you Manuela for joining us on this episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Well, that's a wrap of this episode. If you do have any questions, do send me an email on jazzyjoel85@gmail.com. And if this episode has helped you or could help your friends, family, or loved ones in any way, please share and like it on the platforms that you listen to your podcast. Until next time, talk to you all soon.